You're listening to the Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to the Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty. There's Justine Stafford. There's Paul Moore. And last but not least, it's Rory Cashin. Well, last. Last. <laughs> and not least. And mm, not least. Um, I'm a wee bit. But he is last because you did say him last. Edgy today. Um, I don't know if you picked up some like kind yeah. of nervous vibes just before the show. Are you going to propose to us all? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> together at the one time. <laughs> Didn't go so well last time. The, um, had a bit of a bumpy ride getting here. Oh, no. oh. I took my life into my hands. Now I sent Rory a panic tweet. No. I, re- I, I replied 15, 20 minutes later. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in a helpful way whatsoever. So basically, uh, I was running late. So I thought I'll hop in a taxi just to get there on time. And then on the way over, traffic in Dublin was pretty bad. Uh, parked on a hill in oh. some traffic. The lights went red. And I was kind of looking on my phone. I was like, do, 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 do. Waiting and the for next thing, reply. Pretty much. Well, yeah. I hadn't texted yet. Uh-huh. So I was texting away to other people. And then the next thing I heard was really loud snoring. And it was only me and the taxi man in the car at the time. But I mean like proper, full, someone was asleep. And it wasn't me. And I looked up and the taxi man was (laughs) slumped over (laughs) on the steering wheel, completely conked out, uh, like having 40 winks. So did a quick Jason Bourne, read of the situation. Lights are red, close to the car in front, two cars behind. I had no idea if the handbrake was on or anything. Jenny, you drive? Yes. Yes, Jenny's get taxis. My dad is a taxi man. There you go. I don't think it was your daddy, though. I wouldn't think so. Daddy taxi man. But nice use of daddy in there, shoehorned in anyway. But that's why uh, I kind of made a lot of noise. I didn't want to startle him. So I started coughing and stuff and banging things and shouting, please wake up. Surely the horns Uh, from behind you would be like the traffic. No, the lights hadn't gone green yet. Oh, Oh my God. So he stirred Mm. and then he kind of looked up and he realised he'd obviously been asleep and he turned around and he was like, oh, just having a wee bit of a daydream there. And I was like, where are you? You were not. You you were not did you stay in the taxi after I that? had to stay in the taxi. Why? He didn't fall asleep one I would more just time get out from there to the destination. You're entitled to get out and not pay him. You could have, like, what if he's driving? Yeah. What did I text you? <laughs> yeah. You said, do not pay him. <laughs> yes. I know, yeah. but like, I needed to get to where I was going. I would have been like, I'm not paying for this. You, oh, and you also you need to live, right? One job. Yeah. one job. Stay awake and drive me to a destination. You can't even do that. Like Anyway, he obviously... Uh, if I were to fall asleep to right up. now and just not do this show, you, you wouldn't pay me. Most weeks. In popcorn. You most see, weeks. Like you do every week. You see, that's why we have a magnet plane in the world now. To get of course. To and fro. Yeah, just to yeah. pick us up. So you <laughs> don't need cars anymore. Pick them up and drop them off. Yeah. So that's why if uh, I apologise if I'm a little bit That's nuts. stuttery. Well, against all the odds, you made it. Yeah. I'm here. We better get on with the you show. You probably tipped them as well, didn't sure. you? I did, yeah, actually. Jackass. Yeah, I left here's here's my, your tip. Stay awake. Yeah. My, what are those things called over your eyes? Your little, like... Eyelids. Eyelids, those are the ones. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch with the bigger Ruski, you can tweet us. skin. And why... <laughs> uh, why wouldn't you? You can tweet us at BigRuski or you can get in touch on Facebook and Instagram as well. And don't forget to subscribe for lots more Sleepy Taxi uh, Or if you know a taxi man who can drive on around yeah. and not fall asleep, you know? Yeah, I need a driver. That's what I need. I mean, Definitely. Were you, were you very bored? I'll get Ryan Gosling on the phone. Like I wasn't! <laughs> I wasn't! Engaged in conversation with So you were boring. Oh, God, I'm so bored. This is, it happens every taxi journey, (laughs) regardless of who's driving. Oh, now it's time for the big question on on the big review ski. And uh, before before we get into it, because everyone has, like, their notes. We've all got our notes here for the show today. Uh, Do you want to just show everybody your notes for the show? (laughs) 
<laughs> please, please show the lads. Just oh, for a second. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't even this. It was just this. Just the blank <laughs> card of like, there are two words yeah. in this. Do you want the knife? Yeah. The big question just, just is... Justine's just got mad improv skills. You've seen her. Yeah. That, this is true. mad improv <laughs> skills. Well, it is over to Justine for it's, this week. It's just the words, remember all the names. <laughs> remember all the notes <laughs> you Stay talked away. about. Supersonic, just say, yeah. Oh, it's so boring. Um, what is our big question for this week? So, this week, um, with the release of Call of the Wild, which mm. is a remake of an old classic, um, I kind of wanted to know what family film, if you could pick one to have remade, would you pick? Okay. It's a good one. It is a good one because yeah. there's so many family films being remade yeah. anyway. Yes. Uh -huh. Not all of them are good. No. Uh, and there has been so many that have been remade, like your Jumanji's now, which are like, yeah. getting a second yeah. life, you know? Yeah, ones that like could be better if they were remade today. Mm -hmm. So it was a good one. I'll be honest, I hated this question so much Aww. because it was so hard. Oh, okay. I was like, as soon as you, I was like, brilliant, yeah, so many class it, family it, Yes. And then every <clears> single one I looked at, I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to touch that at all. I have a theory yeah. that a lot of films from the 80s, you're like, say, your Goonies, the Burbs, yeah. kind of, they're so dark that they can't play for modern, like, you can't make the Goonies now because, like, they made fun of a fat kid. But, like, at the yeah. time, it's just like, that was funny. But, yeah. like, you just can't do that now anymore, you know? So it's very watered down now. A lot of the family friendly stuff, particularly 80s, like, the Monster Squad, I remember as well, like, you couldn't do that now. Yeah, so, because it's too dark. Yeah, like, Chunk in the Goonies sees two dead bodies and he's kidnapped and almost has a hand put in a blender. And yet, that oh. scene is the funniest thing you're ever going to see in your life. <laughs> in Paul Moore's head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is yeah. gas. Yeah. Yeah. The Goonies is still gas, but you can't make it now. Yeah, I well, we'll, we'll get to everybody's choice in a wee second. Justine, what did you go well, for? Well, see, that's what I think is interesting because if I look at films back in the 90s, I was thinking, okay, if I want to remake this film and the one I've chosen in particular, it's going to be hard to remake this given that a load of things have advanced technology-wise and stuff that this storyline would not work anymore. So I'm like... I want to recreate this film, but see how it would work in a modern setting. So okay. the film I want to recreate is Home Alone. What? Okay. No. I know. Okay. Sacrilegious. No. This is like... Don't you dare. Family, <laughs> family <laughs> Citizen Kane. You can't remake this. You don't touch Home Alone. Here's the thing. I adore that film. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm just intrigued as to how would this film work now, okay? As in, if he was left at home... All... They're remaking it. Yeah. The kid from Jojo Rabbit, isn't it? This is like your, yeah. your Metal Gear Solid this last like week again. Gear. Oh my God. It's like, wow. It's like they're onto me or something. If they're in my brain before. They've already done this. This is, they're tapping into my brain every week. This is mental. Now we don't know that it's where, or when, sorry, it's set. Yeah. So See, this is what I'm thinking. Be, because I, like stuff like, I don't think you can have a nail going up someone's leg now and for it to be gas. Or electrocuted. But even the basic logistics of, if he was left at home now, all he would have to do is be like, Texting his mom saying, Mom, you left yeah. me at home. She's like, Ah, oh, me out Amish again. Home alone. That's the end of the. So you Which? have to. Amish. Amish home alone. <laughs> yeah. 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 That'd work. They don't have nothing to steal, though. Because okay. this is where you're kind of like, well, How are they going to actually rewrite this? That's what I'm intrigued to see. That's if true, it's yeah. going to be set in modern society, I want to see how it's like actually. A, or, like okay. a, or, like a, or like a cabin in the woods or something like that. Like you yeah, where well, there's no signal. Yeah. Because I'd love to see Macaulay Culkin making a feature. Like, just if he was one of the criminals, appearance. yeah. yeah. Started, he's yeah. definitely going to make it. And he's got to have some trauma. To. I mean, like, he's been, uh, like, you know, pretty much put through the ringer twice. So, you know. Yeah. Because even when they did that at Christmas this year, they had him, like, recreate some of the scenes from the original. It was so heartwarming. And it was when I saw that that I was like, no, I want this all remade because it was just one of the best mm. feelings. 
And I just obviously Macaulay out and about doing he'll, a few bits. He'll definitely pop up in to. some kind of so, cameo, yeah. whether it's one of the criminals or just like a wee passing kind of reference mm. as yeah. well. It's a great piece of casting as well for the, the, the kid from Jojo Rabbit. The, Is the, that the who's playing guy, you know, Kevin? The, with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which? The little dark-haired kid? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, right, right, okay. I could be wrong now, but we'll check. Amazing. But the thing is for kids today, right, if they watch Home Alone, they're not gonna, like kids now are going to be like well, that would never happen because I just text mom if it happened. I'm like no, they need to know, you know. Yeah, so kids need to be need to teach kids yeah. today <laughs> a lesson. That's what you want to do. That's what, yes. I think that's going to be a thing that's just emerging from I mean, from, from, that, so. from from everybody's yeah. answer. Okay, so Home Alone 1990, you'd read. Also, he'd be taken away from his parents. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because social, social services would be like, yeah. you left your child at home alone. He'd take a <laughs> selfie. For Christmas. Yeah. So uh, we're taking him away. Whatever it would be a real life lesson. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh, the teach kids the lesson. <laughs> okay, Roy, what did you go for? Uh, I went for an Irish film. Okay. Oh. It was released in 1991. I'm going to oh. take a guess. Okay. Brand the Crisps, perhaps involved? What? No. Oh, Into the West. Oh, I was like, is Brand the Crisps the Cato. name of the movie? No, sorry, 19. 19- 89. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's why, why we didn't get, get it. it yeah. yeah, that's why I got it that's wrong. Yeah. No, it's uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, no. <laughs> do you remember that thing? Yeah, I remember I you do. mentioning this was your favourite dog. This uh, this dog was, oh, no, was voiced it? by Burt Reynolds. Was it? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's an Irish film. It was released the exact same day as The Little Mermaid. Oh. Holy moly. tanked because <laughs> Little Mermaid, Disney, yeah. all the money in the world. This was uh, one of Don Bluth's films. Uh, he made it after An American Tale and after The Land Before Time. So this is like the trilogy of his films Weepies. that just yeah. made yeah. kids yeah. ball. Yeah. But this one, I picked this one because it's super dark. <laughs> Look at the smile <laughs> on your face. <laughs> because there's entire scenes where uh, the dog is actually dragged to hell. Because at the start of the film, he's a criminal. Yeah. And then it's brought to hell. And he's like, no, I can prove myself. And he's sent back up as a good dog, potentially good dog, yeah. uh, for the little girl to like help her live a better life. Uh, and it's, uh, it's it, oh, this one will, will cut deep. It's so sad. It's she, so sad. She looks like, uh, like they definitely modeled her on like Snow White or something as well. She's wearing like the same kind of outfit. Mm. Yeah, the, the red and the white. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely bits of that in there, but oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a fantastic movie that just... Was, who picked this for like, one of the worst dog deaths in a film or we had this come up before yeah all dogs would have someone picked it as like could be you Rory was it in relation to a dog because it is incredibly dark yeah 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 yeah. Mm. Um, Yeah. this uh, I don't know if I've seen this since I was a kid actually Um, American Tale I've definitely seen again Mm. since um, Fiber Goes West oh such a good cry I've been watching a lot of Lamb Before Time recently I got Mm. that on DVD and it's quite short it's just ended around the hour mark or so. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's cry. Yeah. yeah. It's, when, the, when the granny dinosaur starts or whatever it does. <sighs> the granny and granny, it's the mammy. The mammy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically it's, the same. It's, it's the Dino Lion Bambi. King. It's the Lion King. <laughs> yeah. It is Dino Bambi. Um, so all dogs go to heaven, okay. Yeah, so if they got like... Uh, I've never seen you so gleeful. <laughs> <laughs> As we'll see later in uh, Call of the Wild, they got mocap actors to act out the dogs. Yeah. That's a conversation for later. But wow. I think it would work work really really well in this. Like if they did a kind of expensive yeah. makeover, maybe so got some Irish people involved, uh, companies involved, and did the opposite of cats. And <laughs> did the opposite yeah. of cats. Would you? Sorry, would you have it animated? That's all cats go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. Animated or live action? A mix, like Call of the Wild. Okay, uh, just like that. So like okay. actors and mocap <laughs> and people, dressed doggies. Up. Okay, and there's also a crocodile in there for some reason. Okay. 
All dogs go to heaven. Okay, wow. good shout. Yes, yeah, very definitely. good shout. Thanks. Um, I went for, as I said, like genuinely struggled so much with this. And then eventually thought I had stumbled across the perfect um, movie mm. and the perfect update. And I was going to go for Big. And then the more I read and thought about Sorry it, I was it kind like, of was redone with 30 and gone on 30, wasn't it? And Shazam. And yeah. Shazam, yeah, kind of as well. Um, but there were just, there were too many. I was like, this is not going to work. I do want that Zoltar game. Always yeah, that would be kid. amazing. Look cool. But the one I've gone for, and I think it qualifies as a family movie because I remember seeing it as a kid with my family, is Three Men and a Little Baby. Aww, uh, a yeah. Baby. A Baby. Yeah. Two men and a baby. Yeah. Well, the baby's little. I just threw that that's in there. The that's two men and a little lady. Three oh. grown, is this the one with three grown men and a little tiny baby? Is this baby. the one with Fiona Shaw or she comes in later? She's in the second, second one. one. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we have, uh, let's see in the poster there, we've got Steve Gutenberg, uh, Tom Selleck, the baby, uh, and Ted Danson. Ted, what a man. Um, and this is the, this, the more I kind of read up on it for this, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't a family movie at all. <laughs> it's not. Because it's about three eligible bachelors. And isn't Ted a player? Uh, Which one's a real player? Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the, the three of them pretty much are, but it's right. Like the taglines <laughs> for the films are all like, three eligible bachelors and the one woman they couldn't, they didn't know how to handle. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. So, but I still remember seeing it around that time and... Yeah, no, the tagline on the poster is oh, insane. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Peter, Michael and Jack know a thing or two about women, but when it comes to babies, they're all wet. I don't know what that means. <laughs> wet around the ears, is it? I is don't that, know. Is <laughs> that, it must be that, like, you don't say you're wet around the ears, you're yeah, inexperienced. Yeah, exactly, that must be it. Rory that, must that have that a must be it. Rory, do you have a different interpretation of that tagline? No. No, it's a follow-up line, it's so inspirational. They changed her diapers. She changed their lives. I know, but it's true. Jesus. It's true. So and I actually watched the trailer back and the trailer does look very funny. So What's, I'm going to watch I it. I did remember again. it being funny. Yeah. And yeah. I remember the sequel. But not no, 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 Ted Danson was a man who had it all. Who does is there with that? Um, I thought about uh, if we were to update it in 2020. But this is the So main... I've, re I've recast it, all okay. right? The okay. three men. Oh, okay. So if we can see the updated poster oh. for Three Men and a oh. Baby. So, oh, uh, the three babies, <laughs> nice. the three men, <laughs> the three men are going to be, uh, Steve Gutenberg is replaced by Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tom Selleck, uh, purely because this man wears a wonderful moustache, is replaced by Idris Elba. Sure. Nothing and, to do with the fact he's a great actor and insanely cool as well. That is you know? right. And Ted Danson is replaced by John Krasinski. Friend right. of the show, yeah. John Krasinski. And, friend of the show, and, and the little lady, <laughs> little baby, is replaced. I've cast myself in there oh. um, as a bearded baby. The three baby. daddies you've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. I'll tell you, if you look at between you and John Krasinski there, there's a similarity. I'm going to call it well, there. Well, he's the dad. Well, dad, Ted Danson is the dad. So he's the daddy, so that does, all makes uh, sense. Actually, well cast. But basically, the first movie worked on its, mm. its kind of its charm of the three leads. Mm. And I think that... These are three of the most charming guys that you're going to get, and they still kind of fall into those those kind of characteristics of the three guys as well. So are you going to like wear a nappy? I'm already wearing one. Why do you think I never need to leave during the show? Is that that smell? That's what that is. Okay. Wow. So three men and a baby. So which one? So technically, if you're been raised by all them, do you have different names for the daddies? Is it Krasinski daddy? Sorry, I just thought of some names for them, and I'm not going to say them now. It's fine. It was one of the beard, Ant-Man daddy. daddy. <laughs> one was beard daddy. Yeah. <laughs> beard daddy. Yeah. Anyway. Owen and his three daddies. Whew. 
Um, so that was my answer. Uh, three men and a baby. Thank you. And it was quite a roller coaster. It's great. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. Paul, what did you go for? It's funny. You've mentioned Paul Rudd in your answer. Mm -hmm. And I have a film which Paul Rudd is a fan of. And if you go back to all the years back in the review ski, all those episodes ago, we asked him our very first show, our favourite film. I went for a film that has four Razzies, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, and was described by Morgan Spurlock, director of Super Size Me, as the worst thing you will ever see in your life. Okay. It can only be the mysterious alien creature known as Mac and Me. was the big question episode one a long like years ago yeah uh, and you, you 10, opted 15, for Mike it is, <laughs> this is longer. genuinely the worst film you're ever going to see and it's so bad it's amazing like the scene you're seeing in the background it's terrifying this me. is what I Paul know. Rudd plays every it? time no. he goes on Colin O'Brien to promote anything he will play this clip until he's dead <laughs> it is awful it, the, the effects are terrible the 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 alien, look at him there. What? Like, what I does it look like? I thought someone added that in as a joke there for our... No, 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 no that's no, a real no, film. No, this is real footage. This is a real film. It's a, it is... Mac, a, someone who works in McDonald's, right, seen E.T. Yeah. Basically, yeah. like, that. That's it. Do that. So they made the, an entire... I'm just saying, I'm not kidding you. The film is 90% product placement for McDonald's, McDonald's and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm watching this it's, tonight. It's, I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. And, and bizarrely, it in the la I watched it again. The last half hour, <laughs> I watched a, it again. There's, there's a shootout, an explosion at a gas station. Someone gets killed. An alien dresses as a teddy bear and has as a dance-off in the McDonald's. And, uh, yeah, there's resurrection in it for some reason as well. Obviously, it happened in E.T.? Yeah, they just ripped it off. Oh my God. But, like, if you were saying, like, you want to take a good film, you don't want to make a, me make an excellent film. True. I say go with the worst film imaginable. Put Paul Rudd in it because he <laughs> yeah. loves it, and like go with how crap it is. But switch it up a bit. Could be like Burger King and me. Yeah, yeah. KFC yeah. and me. And apparently yeah. Chris Evans uh, is a big fan of it too. So you get them two together. Nice, it's a good reunion. Mac and me this too. Is like the family version of the room or something, is it? In terms of like being family the friendly so version of the room. The room. Yeah, 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 that's a good shout, yeah. yeah. With okay, a horrific scene of a kid in a wheelchair flying off a cliff and yeah. then being Which probably are, attacked underwater by an alien. I don't know. Fair. Is, it does seem like he rolled himself. <laughs> <laughs> no one pushed him. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, if you wow. haven't seen Mac and me, Justine, it's uh, it is something. I'm going to watch special. it. I love the room, so I can only <laughs> adore this. Yeah. So we got Home Alone. All dogs go to heaven. Three men and a baby, and Mac and me. Okay, good selection. Wow. You expect all of those to be released in the next kind of four uh -huh. to five years. I mean, at the, w the rate they're doing remakes anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, if there are any family-friendly movies, family movies uh, that you would like to see remade, uh, which ones would you pick, and who would you cast in them as well? Um, Paul Rudd seems to be like the—he's just going to be in everybody's he's movie. He's in Ghostbusters anyway. now as well. He, he, could, voice, oh, he right. could voice the dog of yeah. in my Job one, done. and he could be—he could be the other burglar yeah. with Macaulay Culkin. He's young enough looking; he could play Kevin, and he's having a great time with the Oscars. See right? him drinking in the club, dancing <laughs> away in the he's club. Great. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Um, so Paul yes, Rudd and everything. Uh, that's uh, this week's big question. Um, now it's time for the big trailer on the big review scheme. Oh, and Paul, yeah. it's over to you, and you picked an interesting one. I mixed it up this week, and I loved how this was just dropped. Because usually, for big tempo films, we're talking about Matt Reeves' take on the Batman. 
which is uh, the rebooting of the Cape Crusader. Usually for stuff like a costume reveal, it'll usually be held for like Comic-Con or one of the big events. But the way he released it, he just put it up on Twitter. He put it on a Vimeo link. And like I, that to me is a really good sign of confidence in what he's doing. Um, obviously, Batman, Robert, uh, what do we call him? Is it Patman? Is that where we're going with now? Yeah. Is it Patman? It is, no. Have we settled on a... Because we had, we had Batfleck, didn't we? Yeah. It's the Patman. The Patman. Um, yeah, and uh, I think Rory had a good tweet. He says, well, he, he does good what? chin. He, I give good chin. No, yeah, he yeah. gives good chin. <laughs> <laughs> my chin's okay. He Robert Pattinson's jawline looks very good in this costume test. And uh, I presume what Reeves will do is kind of like what Nolan did and have a few different versions of the Batsuit. And what you see here, there's an interesting theory that the logo is formed from the guns that killed uh, Bruce Wayne's parents because apparently that's in the comic book and yeah. there could be something there. But it's just started filming, uh, I think, a few weeks ago in London. But, uh, I mean, we've, I think we talked about this before the cast, and this is insane. You've got Colin Farrell as the Riddler. You've got no. Zoe... Oh, it's got, as, uh, as the Penguin, hey. you've got Paul Dano, who is uh, brilliant. Paul Dano, I think, is the best piece of casting in this, to be honest, yep. as the Riddler. You've got Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, yeah. uh, Andy Serkis yeah. as Alfred, and... Um, uh, uh, Westworld Jeffrey Wright is uh, Commissioner Gordon so that's June 25th and uh, Matt Reeves I really like because kind of already shown this career he's not afraid to take on kind of properties that were revered like Let the Right One In was one of the best films I think of the last few years but he did the remake and it was a pretty decent one thought his work on the Plan the Apes sag was excellent so he can do the big budget stuff uh, made the name on Cloverfield so from what I've heard it's kind of a more noir take on Batman, kind of going back to the detective side of the character, which would be great. And as we talked last week uh, about Lighthouse, like Pattinson is a very good actor, you know. Look past the Twilight stuff, you know, he can. I think he can really knock this out of the park. Mm-hmm. And a younger Bruce Wayne, I mean, like, yeah, I'm very much for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Very different. Here, I, I have a feeling it could be kind of like the Frank Miller graphic novels, kind of the earlier stuff, which is a, an interesting way of doing it. Well, let's get a wee look at, uh, it's basically, what are they called? Suit reveal? Suit reveal. Suit reveal. Yeah. Oh, you hear um, uh, Michael Giacano? Oh, yes, of this course. This is his official Batman theme, apparently. The score for Robert, it as well, okay. So, uh, that's fun. But you normally don't hear that a year and a half before the film. <laughs> <laughs> He's just very organised. There you go. This is the thing about Batman movies. There have been a gazillion of them, obviously. Yes. Um, and each time, you know, you hear they're doing another remake and you're like, fine, whatever, grand. And then, what? I don't feel Not that. Not like that. You don't feel that? I feel that you're like, whatever. No, no, no. But then, I'm excited. I'm always excited. At the news initially? Yeah. Okay, okay. Batman's different. I, Batman's different. Batman's cool. Jeez. And then... I know why that taxi man fell asleep now. (laughs) (laughs) Then what happened was Matt Reeves released this Mm. and you're looking at it and you're going, 
okay, now I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mm-hmm. on board. So mm-hmm. I'm on board. Okay. That's what you, I was trying to say. It took you a minute. Oh my God, why is everybody with a and prick today? <laughs> <laughs> no bat nipples or cod pieces This is a key. So yeah. I mean, we don't know where the cod piece, yeah. we don't, we are don't you know. saying that as a pro or a con? <laughs> and that's definitely a pro for me, yeah. yeah. The nipples were distracting in Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've got bad nipples. Um, sorry, I was trying to do like a crossover between Meek the Farkers yeah, you and were, Bad yeah. Man, but then I didn't yeah, commit I'm not, to it. I'm not going, I'm looking your rent like that. Yeah. Did asking, you say yeah. bad or bad Bad. Oh, okay. Bad <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're all, we're all excited now, officially. About your bad nipples. About <laughs> your bad nipples. <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, there you go. That'd be a weird... Uh, I shouldn't have worn a light shirt. That'd be a weird... <laughs> Scientists put in the sky there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pat, yeah. Pat Nipple, um, yeah. So that is released. That is 25th of June of 2021. So and, a little bit away. Uh, wow. Okay. The cast, yeah. and you got John Turturro's in there as well. So like, the is cast he, is insane. Yes. Bonkers. Tony, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like apparently one more big casting announcement to be made, but it won't be until like well into the future. It's everyone. everyone in there. It's everyone. It's yeah. everyone. Okay. Okay. So uh, The Batman. Looking forward to it. Me too. Um, yes. Rory. Oh. Oh. What? Oh, that was it. Sorry, it's still to do with this. Um, Batman. Bat nipples. Damn. There's someone else. There's someone else of note in it. Uh, is it Peter Skarsgård? Yes. He's apparently Two Face. No way. What? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I really like. How are they going to? Oh, are they going to fit everybody in? Wow. Yeah. Unless, oh, unless they layer over. Something. Like, unless they layer over three films and it's like it all pays off kind of slowly. I don't know. Like if you've ever like Aww. read a one of the graphic novels or played one of the games, like they are, they're all in it, but yeah. they just don't have a huge part. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. they show up for like a single bit and be like, oh, and then you just <laughs> move, move on. <laughs> so if they focus oh, on Batman, Batman and just mention the others. I'd say if they've got that many in it, they're thinking long game. Oh, I think yeah, they yeah, think they're thinking a the trilogy, you know. <clears throat> okay. And Reeves is a good show for he's a really good director. Definitely. Um, friend of the show from years ago as well. For Plan, for Plan the Apes, is it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, now it's time for the big interview on The Big Review Ski. And this is actually from one of our bonus features. Uh, a really brilliant, fascinating chat with a guy called Jeb Shirt. And you might not know the name, but Rory, why don't, why don't you tell everybody who Jeb Shirt is? He is the screenwriter of, well, many things, but the two primary ones would be Die Hard and The Fugitive. He so. is God. Wow. <laughs> he yeah. is God, basically. Yeah. Die Hard yeah. was his first script. Oh <laughs> my God. I just yeah. give up. I know. I, I, like, what, what, what are you going to do after that? Like, the Fugitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think it was he Oscar nominated for? I know it got a lot of Oscar nominations. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if yeah. he was, but uh, yeah, oh we, were, we were given the opportunity to have a nice long chat with him uh, previously. So you can check the whole conversation up on... Spotify or SoundCloud or whatever you yeah. listen to your stuff. But he was over in Ireland giving a masterclass recently on how to write screenplays and if someone's going to teach you... Because he knows. If someone's yeah. going to teach yeah. you, it's that guy. Uh, so yeah, so over the course of the conversation, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, but the first bit you're going to hear here is uh, him talking about why... Well, his opinion on the Die Hard sequels and whether or not... And the Fugitive sequels, I guess. And whether or not he thinks uh, both franchises should continue on at all, or if they should just be blown up and restarted, or just leave them alone. They've they've been great, and they've done, or they've done enough damage and just mm-hmm. and just let it be. Well, that ties in because Die Hard's a family friendly movie. Yes. Yeah. So you could just remake that one then as well. I mean, his wife's in it, his kids are in it. <laughs> exactly. So this is Jeb. This Jet is Jeb. And Die Hard. And the fugitive. And the fugitive. I, I, you know what? I, 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 I'm glad that they've made 
um, other diehards. I think I think the character can stand for it. I I was only uh, brought in to advise on the second one. It was actually the second, which was not one of my favorites, but that was because it was they used an existing script that Fox owned called um, Fifty Eight Minutes. Uh, it was a really well written action script by Doug Richardson. Uh, and they just, there was a change of regime at Fox. They needed a tentpole movie and what do we have that we could make into Die Hard 2? And they grabbed Doug's script and they, uh, and they sort of squeezed it into it. Um, I was off working with Eddie Murphy on another sequel on 48 hours too. So I, I wasn't available. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I, to be real honest, after number three, I never saw any of the others. I, you know, it's, I'm very happy with the first one, but it's 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 not something that necessarily would appeal to me uh, to to go back and do. I, I like I like moving on to other things, and been very fortunate to have that opportunity. So yeah, that doesn't want anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't Die Hard? Wasn't it one of the properties that kind of died when Disney bought Fox? They were kind of yeah. thinking of doing it with a young John McClane. Year one. Yeah. No. Year yeah. one. It's year one. Year one. Oh, one. year one. I thought you were saying year one. Yeah, one. With year <laughs> one, John McClane. Just, just, just being made one. It could, it, was, it could have been cross material. I don't know. Yeah. Said uh, it died hard. Huh? Huh? <laughs> that wasn't worth it. Thanks, Bob. I'm Paul, sad we even had If you had believed in it, you wouldn't have minded him. Yeah. True. Uh, so yeah, so one of the other things we we talked about was like if you like like Die Hard and the Fugitive. It seems like around the eighties and nineties there were so many iconic uh, action movies like Con Air and Face Off. Predator. They just, they just kept coming out. Uh, whereas recently, if you think of like big action films, John Wick, Mad Max, maybe probably the big ones. Yeah. Though. Like there's none. The Fast and Furious films. They're their own little beast. Yeah, yeah Magna Plane. Like, practically sci-fi at this point with yeah. the Magna yeah. Plane. But like I was Mission I, Impossible, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but like, if you, like the most of the majority ones were like standalone yeah, yeah, yeah. action properties, where most of them Brookheimer were used to do them all, exactly. all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas now we don't get as many. So I was I asked him like, why do you think that is? Why why are we not getting as many memorable kind of instant classic action films as we would have back in his heyday when he gave us like Die Hard and Fugitive, and this is what he had to say. It, unfortunately, we probably are not. We're gonna. I think we're gonna move into a different place, Rory, because I think we're because of the streaming and what we're allowed to do and what movies are going to be able to do from, you know, from a different platform, from a different format. I think you may get back into suspense. Um, what makes suspense work in my, in, in my estimation is that it's character based. Die Hard was a character based action movie. It wasn't like a Marvel comic. You know, you, you know, you have you just have a cop coming from New York. He you know gets off a plane in another city. He doesn't have any, you know, uh, you know any standing in that community. He sort of stays anonymous for a long a part of it. The Fugitive was about uh, you know a Chicago doctor, uh, you know, who's wrongly accused. So these are not superhuman people. These are just you know normal normal people and. Um, Unfortunately, a movie like The Fugitive, I don't think would be made as a major uh, studio project anymore because it doesn't pencil out financially. Um, uh, excuse my math, but the, but the fact is, you know, you had a Harrison Ford and you had a Tommy Lee Jones, and, and neither of those guys are necessarily 
cheap to sure. get into a movie. Uh, you don't have tons and tons of special effects. It's all really driven by what those characters bring to the story. Uh, so you're depending upon a lot on that. And, and, and then, quite frankly, it's a different business model today in that uh, studios are, are, you know, multinational, you know, media companies. They, uh, a big part of their bottom line is going to come from other markets that weren't on the radar in previous years, for example, like Asia and, you know, uh, you know, parts of Europe and South America and places that you really were just sort of an add on, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so, you know, that's why Marvel Comics will will pencil out. You can make that for two hundred and fifty million dollars and it'll make a billion dollars, whereas something like The Fugitive, which is so character you know, dependent upon an American protagonist uh, who may not sell in China at all. So, you know, it's just not going to make the same have the same return on the investment dollar he's just living the life like after nailing die hard and the fugitive then he just becomes yeah i'll just be a lecturer and just tell yeah. people that i wrote those two movies yeah and then just travel all around the world with people fawning all over you because carry, they love those I, movies. if that was me i carry like a screenshot of the title cards on die hard and say you know you probably wouldn't you get to eat for free i'd imagine drink for eat free. for free drink yeah. for free literally go through your life having never to put your hand in your pocket although die hard was a book originally i think and then there was a the character was played by um frank snatcher yeah yeah another one yeah yeah because he talks about he was contracted to another studio mm. and it was just in a bit of downtime he just he banged out die hard and they were like there you oh, go yeah. i love oh, that i love Rory, i love Rory's into you i love the bit when he's talking about rick when you listen to it in full like there's some great stuff there about like writing for Hans Gruber, it's just class, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely, it's, it's a really good one. Uh, so you can check out the full b -b -b bonus feature uh, with Jeb Stewart. Um, yeah, really, uh, as we said, interesting conversation with just a really sound man who's God amazing. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. We'll give, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you walked into it. No, I know. I did. I did. Um, now it's time for the big reviews on the big review ski, and we have two out this week. And the first of all is. It's a wee bit bonkers because I only saw the trailer for this relatively recently. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, this isn't a, this isn't a real movie, first of all. Um, but it turns out it is. Yeah. Call of the Wild. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford stars as a gruff bearded... Um, <laughs> no way. Kind of explorer, adventure type guy uh -huh. who's in the wild. Yeah. Um, and essentially befriends a CGA dog called Buck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Got it so far. Yeah. Um, doesn't book have a different meaning? Book is there kiss. There was. Doesn't book and dairy mean kiss? I'll book someone. I'll book doesn't someone. I'll, I'll book someone. Oh god. I'll book someone. I don't. I don't know. No, oh, if he was in Meads, the dog would be called Book, probably. Oh, Buck. Buck. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Um, That's what he said. That's what he said. That's literally what he said. I thought you were saying book. I thought you kept saying the word book. Ah, here. Play it um. back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a anyway, book, it, didn't it? So yeah. it's yeah. based on a best-selling book, hmm. book from years ago. Jesus, um, what's it about? Well, you've got you've got some of it there. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, book is a dog, but he's a spoiled dog. He's like a rich dog, and <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing. And he is right. So he in the in the middle of the night, he is he's. Kidnapped and taken from his home and uh, sold into slavery. So this is taken. Oh. This is... <laughs> the, oh, the first 20 minutes of this, I was like, this is 12 years a slave. 
Oh, oh my! Do you not remember? Yeah. This yeah, is the, yeah, like yeah. it's a, it's a it's a it's a, what's the, what was his name? Should we tell you for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the rich black dude, yeah. and he was kidnapped and then sold in a completely different part of America. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. my! It's exactly God. what happens here, and I was like, oh my lord! But he's made a uh, a sled dog, so it's twelve years a sled dog. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Um, and for the first half of the film, he's a sled dog for is it Omar Sy, who was in Jurassic World. Okay. No. Oh, the computer programmer guy. No, the the oh, trainer the, the, who was with Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. postmen. Sorry, they're postmen together. Uh, but then, then there's no more posts going to the north anymore. Oh. No more. Oh, so no. they have to. Uh, it's Brexit. They have to sell. <laughs> they have to sell the sled dogs. And Dan Stevens from the guest arrives. Dan, Dan Stevens is in it with uh, with a snidely whiplash <laughs> oh, okay. mustache, and he's evil because he hits the dogs. He's English. He yeah. And he's yeah. looking yeah. for <laughs> the gold that is in Alaska with his with his sister. Uh, also played by Dan Stevens. No, she's Danielle really famous. Stevens. She uh, she was in uh, she's. Gamora's sister in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Karen, Karen Gillan. Gillen. Karen, Karen Gillan. Doctor Who, yeah. So they're looking for gold. And then later on, like literally halfway through the film, it's like someone just hit a reset button and then he meets Harrison Ford. Right, okay. And the rest Aww. of the film is the two of them just like walking around Alaska. Because I didn't know Dan Stevens or Karen Gillan. Two Neither massive did I. stars are in this oh movie. Neither did I. <laughs> okay. Today. So that's the... <laughs> the I think Karen Gillan did because for the entire, the entire scenes that she's in, she is sitting down just being pulled around <laughs> by the oh. sled dogs, uh, whereas uh, Dan Stevens has to stand up and hit dogs. So okay. He has, some, he has some work to do. So one of the reasons people mm-hmm. might recognise some of the footage, actually, we'll take a look at the footage. Yeah, enjoy that. First of all, okay, so enjoy uh, this wee sneak peek at uh, the Call of the Wild. Woof. Woof. The Yukon is a dangerous place. You never know what's coming. I came up here because I didn't want to be around anyone. And then I met Buck. Now, the reason that clip might look slightly familiar to some people is because there is a piece of behind-the-scenes footage from Call of the Wild doing the rounds. It's gone viral, basically. Um, Because, like, I don't know why... (laughs) This might have been a better way to make the movie. It's actually... The dog isn't a real dog. Mm. I know, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's actually somebody in a motion capture suit. And it is the real Harrison Ford, though, is it? Or is it somebody in a Harrison Ford suit? I'll say this. It's the best <laughs> I've seen Harrison Ford in a long what? time. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he look like he's enjoying this? He, it's, the, it's the most I've seen him act. You know? Like, he if, hasn't if, made an effort in a while. No, yeah. remember 20, Blade Runner 2049? I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> I don't care. I don't yeah. care what's happening. Uh, Star Wars kind of felt like... Yeah, and also, yeah. But like, yeah, it just, it really feels like he uh, he's a scene of this that he cries in. And I was like, Aww. have I ever seen Harrison what? Ford cry before? Is that a first? I can't remember ever. I, he's always angry, sure. Always angry. <laughs> but I've never... I, can't, I, can't I didn't ever kill seen. my wife. He didn't. He didn't. It was the one-armed man. That was the plot. Yeah. Is he, Jeff in Schiff? that scene, is it just something to do with the dog? Like, as in, is this man, like, in his lap or whatever else he's crying? I just, I can't <laughs> get my head around the idea of him. Actually, that's oh, a really good way. I mean, yes. That would uh, be the most terrified acting <laughs> in the history of cinema. Get what him, are we doing on set? Sitting in Harrison's lap and yeah. having him rub yeah. At any yeah. point, does he have to give the dog dog treats? And does the actor eat mm. said dog and treats? Does the, fake so dog, does the fake dog die? Does dog the fake dog die? Okay, so he's feeding the man. I must be able to say, I got fed by uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford scratched my belly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've got 
Does the dog die.com? Does the dog get fed by horses? <laughs> okay, yes. well, like you might get a few hits. Okay. Um, so, did you like it? I didn't hate it. Okay. It was really, it was very weird. Like, there's, there's a scene where, where Harrison Ford uh, and the dog are like, you know what we're going to do? We're going <laughs> to... Wait. Wait. Oh, no. Where they're going on, they're like, going on an adventure together. It's like, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just feck off just the two of us and we'll just check out the rest of Alaska. So romantic. Well, you wait and just let me explain that you would say it is romantic. God damn. Stop stealing his jokes. So... He sets up a tent. Harrison gets into the tent and the dog is outside and Harrison is like, are you not coming in? And I was like, this is Brokeback Mountain. This is Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback. Wow. There was, yeah, so 12 Years a Slave, Brokeback Mountain. The film starts again halfway through. It's the best I've ever seen Harrison Ford. Wow. The dogs don't sing even You're though they clearly should. Yeah. It is odd. And there's treasure. But I did. There is. There is treasure. Yeah. It's all over the map, City but Snickers, it's not yeah. boring. It, I'd say I'd say that it's not boring. Uh, and there, uh, it's just, like I think kids might like it, okay. and it's, it's also kind of a little bit dark. So, is, <laughs> is there a sad ending? No, you can't say that because we don't know. We haven't seen it yet. Like, okay, okay, say no more. I'm not saying Rory's yeah. emotionally decrepit anyway. Like, so yeah. it's not gonna. You're welcome. Okay. Um, so the Call of the Wild out in cinemas this week. Uh, sure plus, is. with bonus Dan Stevens and Karen Gillan. Yeah, sort of and um, uh, who was Jer- Ooh. Oh, uh, he was in Ghetto. He was the Bradley Whitford. Oh, oh he's Bradley in it too. Whitford. Okay, so there's all these people just Good popping cast. up. I was like, uh, why? Good pedigree. Why? We need to find out for next. Mm. Nice. Yeah. We need to find out for <laughs> next week um, who the man is who played the dog. Yeah. Who played Buck. he is a former <laughs> Cirque du Soleil performer. <laughs> I'd say Harrison oh Ford and him went to the pub after every day filled with <laughs> great crack because um, he's going to be a star. I really think that needs to be a category as an award. I want a dog category. Well, they don't ha- always have to play a dog. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Dog. Category. Cast, cast dog. Yeah, dog. Good. Oh, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I know, I, but I had to spell it out. I didn't <laughs> pick up on it. Is there anyone else not really interested to see like how the film was made behind the scenes of C. Harrison Ford scratching <laughs> someone's belly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that not great? I'm going to hunt for more behind the scenes yeah. footage. Um, so as we said, Call of the Wild is out in cinemas this week and sounds incredible. <laughs> so um, our next release uh, this week is Like a Boss. Yeah, well I find out about this movie. Uh here's a little look at the brand new movie. <laughs> <laughs> like a boss. That's how it works. Oh my. Think about all the stuff we've done and wonder how we did not die. It's not a real hair. It's, it's a cultural thing. We are two badass queens like those bitches who raised Wonder Woman. We've worked our asses off. We've opened up our own store. We're winning. We're $493,000 in debt. What the? Walk into the room. Mel Page and Mia Carter. I'm Clara Luna. I am going to invest $1.7 million on you. We would love a million dollars. But in my experience, business and friendship don't always mix. You don't have to worry your pretty little head. My head is not little. It's just that my breasts are humongous. So we all know who my future wife's going to be. It's come up. Multiple times. You're going to have Tiffany Haddish or Brie Larson. Or Elizabeth Elizabeth Berkley. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. 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 I still pick 
Tiffany is your first wife. Tiffany. Mm. Tiffany will be my first wife, but yeah. we'll argue a lot, and I'll mm -hmm. end up leaving her for probably Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but she's in this with Rose Byrne, and their two best friends have been friends since college, and they've set up a, uh, an independent makeup company that uh, gets the attention of Sama Hayek, who is a makeup mogul, and she wants to buy their company and kind of bring it into her her own like universe of of the things. But like Rose Byrne's like, we should because we're broke, and Tiffany's like, no, I don't want it because I don't want a boss. Uh, and the longer they spend trying to please Sama Hayek, the f further apart their friendship oh. gets. Okay. But there's lessons to learn along the way, you guys. Oh. There's lessons. Wow. Um, is there a mocap dog in it? Yeah. There isn't. Oh. For shame. I don't <laughs> it, care about this movie. If if come uh, December, this isn't in the worst films <gasps> of, the, okay. of the year list, oh. it will be a surprise. There's one, one and only one time in the entire film that I laughed, and it was because of Billy Porter. Okay. Who plays uh, kind of an assistant to to the two to the two ladies? Uh, aside from that, I've I've never heard a comedy played out in a screening to absolute silence as badly as this in in, in a while. Yeah, it's, it's it's not good. It's not good. Is this the reason you and Tiffany break up? Yeah, this could be. I it. probably won't bring this up. I am. Feeling when I go home today, <laughs> like yeah. she needs, she needs someone like you to go through. She needs to pick some good stuff for her. Because she needs she someone to because yeah, she's she's had a bad run of it. Yeah, yeah. and it's she should a... know better. <laughs> she should. Yeah, she should choose better for herself. Um, yeah, it's just it's not it's not funny, mm. and the the message is there's a weird message about like friendship and how makeup helps. You find your inner beauty, but no. only if you use it right. And but that applies to using friends as mm. makeup as well. And I was like, oh, what? No. Uh, Is it sponsored by a makeup company? <laughs> they should. They should have. Yeah. Like, there's opportunity there, but shame, no. and there's also a lot of like grown up like uh, body humor jokes. Okay. Right. Okay. Where like women can be gross too. But, like you can, but, yeah, but you should did, be funny we too. We did that so much better in Bridesmaids. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose yeah. Byrne yeah. was great in that. Did, and Sam Hayek in real life. Sam Hayek is gas. Like Sam Hyde, whenever she does an interview, is just yeah. hilarious. This one literally could have been called Mac and Me as well. <gasps> Mac that's makeup. Nice. That's nice. Mm. That's, that's very, 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 very good. We've remade it. This is <laughs> it's already and remade. It's, uh, and it's shit as well. <laughs> just like the original one. I still think I want another chance of my remake. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. The remake of Mac and Me is out <laughs> this, uh, this week, like a boss. You the can go the and best check part was you, you didn't see it, but there there was an expression on Justine's face when the joke clicked, and she was like, <laughs> "I've got it." She, yeah. she was waiting yeah. for us all to show up. She was like, "I have it." It's here. It's here. <laughs> um, okay, so not as recommended as Call of the Wild anyway. Well. I'm not sure I recommended Call of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said it's not bo boring. That was your example. It's not boring you definitely, and not The best Harrison Ford has been in years. <laughs> That's so, the poster quote right yep, there. Exactly. Well. Okay. But this film will bring Rory and Tiffany closer together because she realised she's making bad choices mm. and she needs to rely on Rory. <laughs> so some good will come And Rory's yeah. not a bad choice. <gasps> Why does he do this? Oh, every I'm so sorry. Every Your mommy's gonna kill me. She's going to She's kill actually gonna you. reach out through the camera and strangle me. He's gonna end up like pinching your bat nipples by the end of the show. Bat yeah. Nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so those are the movies that are out in cinemas this week. Now it's time for uh, the big competition on the big review ski. Okay, yeah. make yourself comfortable because you need to prepare yourself. Okay. <laughs> Put oh, those well. pants back on. Oof. You start get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
what we're going to see in a wee second is what I think one of the greatest high clue answers I of hear. all time. I know. You're now, setting yourself had up, Bill. You're setting yourself up. Who took a picture with Simon Pegg while they were dressed as yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean from that's Sean true. and Ed. So that's, it's a high bar. Wow. Um, high, high, bar bar of a high, bar. <laughs> high bar of a high clue. But, uh, but before we get to the answer, we're going to take a wee look at last week's high clue, okay? So this was to win some Omniplex tickets. So last week's high clue was Black to the Future, 7, 8, and 11, Talented Dancer. So those three lines again. Black to the Future, 7, 8, and 11, Talented Dancer. How are we looking on the syllables? All good? It's a bit late now because it's out there for a week. You know what I mean? What are you thinking? What are you, what's that face about? Oh, I'm just really excited to hear You're excited. Okay, so any thoughts initially? Yeah. Oh, you, you reckon you've got the right answer? I think so, yeah. Okay, Paul, Justine? Um, Black to the Future, 7, 8, and 11, Talented Dancer. Talented Dancer. 7, 8, and 11, I instantly thought 11, Millie Bobby Brown, but I don't think that's No, it. No, no, different 11. Can I, so, can yeah. I, can I... Do you want to break it down? Uh, can I, just the ones that I got. Okay, yes. Okay. okay. So, Black is Meet Joe Black. Yeah. Okay. The Future is uh, uh, 12 Monkeys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seven uh, is the movie Seven. Yeah. yeah. Eleven is Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Oh, very Eight, good. I wasn't fully sure about, so I have to skip that one. Talented is Talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. And she is a dancer in this movie. Yes. So, what's show the eight, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the eight? The eight. I couldn't. But who's oh, the she's in Ocean's Eight. Uh, yeah. There you go. So, the answer, the movie is? Showgirls. So, no, it's uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. So the breakdown, as you said, Black to the Future is uh, I just did this. Brad Pitt. Well, he literally just did this. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Well, that's it. It's Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett. You need something to do on the show, right? Um, just let him have it. And seven, seven was a reference to David Fincher as well, who oh, yeah. directs it. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's all in there. And the Black to the Future is because he's aging blackwards as well. Uh. Yeah. So, the answer. <laughs> this is the greatest answer of all time from uh, the one and only Darren Kerr. Congratulations, because oh. look what he wrote in response to the high clue. That's very good. Oh, oh good for my. Him. Mm -hmm. Oh, for my. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was never going to be another winner. I was like, right, let's see, because plenty of people got the right answer, but nobody went to the effort of writing out the name of the movie. Completely backwards so and perfectly cool. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's a picture of Will Ferrell's. This is the other thing, his profile picture. Choice, so. <laughs> yeah. Is Darren so. Kerr our new best friend? <laughs> I think so. Uh, Darren Kerr, uh, congratulations to you. We're going to get you those tickets out there. But um, it's a fantastic answer. Good. For, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah well you done. get well one done. of these. Well done, well done. Whew. Now, this week we have a fantastic prize to give away. Uh, the brand new movie Downhill is coming out with Will Ferrell. Speaking of Will Ferrell. <gasps> Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I am here for Justine's reactions. Justine's Justine's reactions are the magic of showbiz. With friend of the show, Will Ferrell, and hopefully soon to be friend of the show at some point in the future, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, my as fourth well. wife. Your yes. fourth wife, of course. Um, so Downhill is coming out. It's a remake of uh, Force Majeure about uh, basically a family who are on a ski trip and uh, an avalanche comes towards him and the dad basically runs off and saves himself. Um, which, of course, Sounds seems reasonable. Like, yeah, yeah. perfectly upon. logical thing to do. Oh, no, frowned upon. <laughs> um, so uh, we have a brilliant prize giveaway. Tickets to uh, an advanced 
screening of that movie before it's released in Irish cinemas on the 28th of February. But for one of our lucky winners for next week, we're actually going to be giving away a ski voucher for four free skiing or snowboarding lessons uh, at the Ski Club of Ireland in Kilternan in County Dublin. Um, so they have internationally qualified instructors. The big review Quali- ski? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. The big review ski. I was building up to it. How does that feel to have your jokes stolen? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, internationally qualified instructors they'll be there to help you hone your skills um, if you already know how to do it or, or if you're a beginner or you can just yeah. fall down they're there I presume every ski instructor is hunky gorgeous beautiful fair to assume. in my head that's the way well, they are well if you watch anyway. the film in the 80s then every film are. in the 80s they're yeah. also bullies though yeah, in there's, the 80s. There's a jock team. Not, 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 not here. Now, not, not in today, reality. Not, not in reality. Movie. movie. Hunky, yes, you bullies. They should no. just recreate Hot Tub Time Machine while they're there. That would be amazing. Yeah. The first so, one, not the second. So, uh, the second yeah, so we've got for our one wow, overall winner, you'll have tickets incredible. to see the movie and you'll have uh, those four free skiing slash snowboarding lessons uh, as well, all courtesy of the big review ski. Still there works. Still funny joke. Yeah, still good. February's one though. Nailed it. Uh, you can head over to skiclub.ie for more details uh, on how you can get lessons over there. Or you can just win the free ones that we're giving away here. That sounds... Yeah. Whew, free ones sound better. Yeah. Mm, free. But uh, to be in with the chance of winning, you have to get the correct answer to this week's high clue. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Here we go. I need to use my alter ego to enter a competition. <laughs> That's what your name um, backwards We were talking about skiing recently anyway. I mentioned it in the WhatsApp group. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> we're going on a group holiday. A group holiday to yeah. go skiing. Oh my God, we don't have a prize to give away next These week. jokes yeah. don't write themselves, yeah. people. He just Four steals them. Four vouchers. Four vouchers. Okay. Four empty seats next week. Okay, so next week's uh, high clue answer that you need to get is hit at the Oscars. Diva always loves Frank Prince. Untouchable mm. voice. So those three lines again are Hit at the Oscars. Ah, I got it. Diva yeah. always loves Frank Prince. Untouchable voice. Um, so if you think you know, we're going to be putting it up on line anyway. Um, but you can send us in your answers uh, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, of course. And you'll be in with a chance of winning tickets to see Downhill uh, in cinemas 28th of February. Or uh, you might be the overall winner and win those free ski vouchers as well, which is amazing. Free ski. Frisky. Any ideas as to what the movie yeah, might be? Pretty certain I have yeah. it, yeah. yeah. You reckon you got it? No. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. No, do you want to jot it down? I'd see. I'd see. Well, hang on. I'm going to break my hand. Okay. How are you getting ink out of your fingers? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We Let's both see. agreed that we got the right answer. <laughs> you both agreed. Okay, that's enough for but me. He, he, that's two of the ski vouchers gone. Rory, <laughs> gone. Rory copied my finger drawing. Oh yeah, wait, did we have this before? This isn't. You know, I'm not going to even write it down. I feel about it. No, you have to now. No, it's going to be so wrong You committed. Write it down. This has happened before. And we'll just laugh at you. And I think we've had this before. And I think we've had this before. Actually, now that I think of it, as a haiku. No, oh. I'm thinking maybe we did. It's so we never be, had a be piracy before. Definitely. Could be case There's of no case of piracy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I know this is wrong. No, it's not yeah. that. It's not that. You were very nice. You were very nice. <laughs> that's, that's really Your disappointing. Rejection. Like, nice. reject, the rejection was <laughs> yeah, that's really disappointing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweetheart. No. <laughs> 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 I knew it. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so coming up on next week's show, so we're going to cool. have The Invisible Man. Or are we? Or are we? Can't see him. 
Look forward to lots more jokes like that. Um, we have, have Elizabeth Moss on. Elizabeth Moss, and, uh, one uh, of the stars of the show. World's now, in my eyes, one of the nicest people I've ever shouted to, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohn from Quantum The Hot Bell House. Wife number five, six. Oh, I've lost count. <laughs> There's just so many of them. I'll just, what's the, is it polygamy? I'll just, yeah. That's what it just is. for famous people. Yeah. So that's yeah. right. um, okay, well, uh, you can join us for that next week. Uh, Justine, thank you as ever. Um, You're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't apologize. That's that damn so guilt. Uh, Paul Moore, thank you, as ever. Enchanté. And the polygamous Rory Cashin, thank you. Thank you. And to your wives, thank you. <laughs> and to your wives. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, okay, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, thanks for watching. See you later. And listening. See you later. And hear you later. Hear you Talk later. to you later. All of those. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Omniplex.